Hey y'all, it's your girl Oge, and welcome back to our podcast, For Women, Real Talk. So before we get into our second episode, if you haven't already, check out our first episode, and that's where we introduce ourselves, you can get to know us better, and we talk about our podcast. So this second episode, we're going to talk about friendships, you know, the ups and downs, the qualities we look for in a friendship, and even the friends we had to let go. So the first question I got for y'all, and I'm actually curious what y'all think, is what makes our friendship so strong? Like, why do we barely have arguments or drama? Like, why? Can I start? Yeah. Um, I was talking to one of my other friends about this, and she was saying, like, her problems with one of her friends is, like, they're all up in each other's business. And I was saying the thing I love about us is like, yeah, we're all up in each other's business, but we have boundaries. Like, I know, like, I may talk to Oge about something. And of course, we might be like, oh, but we could tell Rebecca, but I'm not going to be the one to tell Rebecca, like, oh, me and Oge had a conversation. And we we were talking about this. I'm going to let Oge, especially if it's Oge's business, Oge's story, I'm going to let Oge tell it to Rebecca. You've got to have boundaries. One, I think that's our main thing. And I think the biggest thing, though, is that we're honestly, I think we're truly ourselves with each other Mm -hmm. like I can honestly say like the only people who I'm truly my truest self like the jokes the the nonsense the Maya you're wrong but I speak my shit loud as fuck I could be wrong as fuck y'all I'm not kidding I could be saying like the sky is purple to my best friends and they're like Maya you're wrong but the sky looks purple today and I'm convinced (laughs) the world is gonna end and they all look at me like I'm crazy but the only people who I actually have those real conversations with are my three best friends and my family and my family is only sometimes because they be tripping low-key wait that was cute <laughs> i bex go ahead the um i don't know i just hmm. i'm i actually gotta think about that she seconds I what know. i said because mm-hmm, i'm no and no oh don't do that don't count also i'm gonna say i think we bring different energies into our friend group that makes it all balanced like for maya like i don't know i think of us as like the cheetah girls sometimes i know we brought the- <laughs> okay go, like, go maya is like the leader of the group you know she lets us know you know y'all it's time to do x y raven are you raven but nothing without me that's true I'm not gonna the, lie. the last movie was trash because it didn't have raven in it <laughs> i'm okay, just now i'm scared to see who I, who I have to be go ahead no, wait, I forgot their names, though. What's the... Are you kidding me, Dorinda? Dorinda was the Hispanic, the white girl. The white, the white Hispanic girl. girl. Um, okay, okay, I don't want to compare myself to her, but I guess, I guess I'm her. I guess. I don't know. Wait, who huh? can I be? What's the other black girl? The I know there's Aqua. Aqua. She would be Aqua. Let's be honest. Okay. Well, besides, let me just finish. Okay. Thank you. Um, Bex, you know, she's a sad. She has, like, the crazy fire energy that she brings to the friend group, which I love. Because, you know, if everybody's energy is low, you can rely on Bex to just, like, bring it back up. And then you got Hikba. You got Hikba. Uh, Hikba's... <laughs> Hikba's a funny one. So, like, I love, <laughs> I love her chill vibe. But, like, she has her on and off moments where she acts crazy. And, like, you oh, don't expect you. it. Um, so I like that's one of the things that I'm like, oh, like I didn't expect it, which I love about Hikma. Um, and I guess to talk about myself, uh, I don't know. What You're amazing, you-, you give good advice, you're a great person to talk to and reflect with. You're a good hype man, honestly. I can say, like, I call you whenever I need, like, I know you call me when you need some pep up, but I call you if I need some, if I probably made a bad decision, you'd be like, Maya. That wasn't right, but it's okay because I still support you. And I'm like, that's what I need. Like, you my my ride or die. Like, I call Oge if I just committed a crime and I need her to hide me out in her basement because she got me. Me and Hickma won't hide you? You you probably going to commit the crime with me. Hickma going to say, I don't want no parts of this. Hickma, Hickma not going to snitch, but Hickma say, I'd rather not know so I don't be inclined to snitch because Hickma not going to get in trouble for us, okay? Hickma said, I'm not going to catch that charge for y'all hoes. I love y'all. But I'm not ruining my life for y'all. Hickman's too smart. Hickman's going to save the world one day with her medicine. And she's like, y'all not going to ruin all these years of school I just went through because y'all want to do some stupid shit. Hickman, I'm sorry. I'm right, right, Hickman? But I got you. I got dying. I got y'all. I got you. I'll be there to save y'all. 
<laughs> all right y'all so i'm gonna jump into the second question that i got for y'all and that is you know sometimes outside of our friendships um our friendship we tend to cut people off and what would be some <laughs> of those reasons why you would cut a friend off i don't be rude but i don't need them mm, speak like that's so sad i hate y'all <clears throat> i'm sorry honestly though because like when i meet a new person in my head like i'm like you're not a necessity to me. Like I can be like I can like be your acquaintance. We can have a kikity key time, but I know like I won't be myself around them because I know I have four people I can be myself around. So like why would I strive to go and impress somebody when I just have y'all? I don't need them. Sorry. I don't want to be mean. Um for me, I feel like my reasons well I one, I'm not a big fan of cutting people off. I'm a fan of I'ma just distance myself. Because I feel like, when especially me, I don't know if this is when, how I get used in my friendships. This is like a moment of reflection. But I know for me, whenever like I feel like, okay, me and this person no longer have similar values, it's like I don't want to be like, oh, we, like you text me, I'm not going to answer for you. Because I feel like that's a dickhead move. Like we were once friends. But it's like, okay, if you're constantly, if we used to hang out like every week and then I see you do something crazy and we address it and you're still doing it, it's like, okay. Now, next time you text me to hang out, I might just lie and say I'm busy. Or I might just be like, I don't want to hang out with you. Like, I don't feel like there's any reason to cut anybody off unless they do something crazy like sleep with your boyfriend or steal some money from you or talk crazy behind your back to other people in your crew. Then it's like, okay, bitch, I got to cut you off because you are toxic and you are out. It's at the point where I could punch you in your face. So rather than doing that, I'm just going to act like I don't know you anymore. So, but when it comes to, like, just, like, oh, I don't like you anymore, like, I feel like I don't need to be, like, your BFF, I feel like that's just a distance myself, I'll see you when I see you, we can talk, have a cool conversation when we hang out, but it doesn't have to be everyday type shit. Okay, so, personally for me, if I let go of friends, it's either, it's a toxic relationship and I ain't got time for it, Mm. they're not, like, I feel very, I feel very, like, is is the word stagnant, like, yeah we're like in the same position like neither of us is growing it's Mm -hmm. like when i see you it's the same type old stuff like we're not improving our life what what i mean by not improving is like when i come to you like we don't have deep conversation it's just like a hey okay let me waste my time while i chill with you and not like oh what is your five-year plan like what do you see yourself doing tomorrow or like you know how you mentally how you physically like what is like your relationship like you know certain things in life that is essential to talk about if i meet up with you and i just feel like i'm not doing anything like i'm gonna start to distance myself from you yeah and then i don't know three i just feel like we don't if we don't vibe well like there's no point of like trying Mm -hmm. to force it like i'm not like like maya said i'm also not a big fan of letting people go like too easily because if i feel like something can spark like, if I made a friend with you and we developed, like, a good connection in a way, and I feel like we can actually benefit each other. But, like, it's really remaining stagnant. Like, it's sometimes hard for me to let go. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I think the growth comes out of, like, you learning yeah. who to pick and choose. Like, who to drop and, like, who to keep and stuff like that. Um, and that was, like, I feel like that was, a, like, a thing for me, especially during high school. Transition from middle school to high school. Like, you just start to see, like, who you hang out with more, you kind of, like, leave and not really talk to, or you just be, like, when you see them in the hallway, you just be, like, how, how are you? Yeah, but I think, I think it's, like, it's the same way how I, I think there's, like, a quote, there's, like, some people come into your life for a reason, and some people come into your life for a season, so Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, especially when you lose a friend, or when you're the friend that's lost, you kind of, you kind of take it personally, you'd be, like, yo, I thought we were, like, I thought this was going to be my nigga for a long time. But you got to understand, like, you can't claim your friends forever. They're, like, they're, they're, people are, like, I think Lauren Lennon said this, like, people come into your life, you experience people, you don't, like, you can't claim them forever. So I think it's important that you just have to make sure, like, whatever friendships you have, it's, like, something of value and they teach something from you. But I also, even while I do say that, I do think it's also important to just have friends that you just, it's like, we don't have, we, we don't have any real, like, deep conversation. I just like to laugh with this person. 
Mm-hmm. Darren and my person, we just like to look at memes together and we like to laugh. That's our whole friendship. And that's fine because sometimes that's what you need. Like if you're a busybody and you work all the time and you just need a friend that you can call and be like, yo, bro, did you see that new YouTube video that just dropped? Hilarious. Let's laugh at it. Um, so I think it's important to have friends that you don't know why you're even friends. You're just friends with them. But I think it's also important to have friends that you understand like, yo, we may not be friends forever. Like you may have just come into my life because I needed you at this time. Yeah, for me, I'm a I'm a vibes type of person. Like I love surrounding myself with people with good energy. And like I've had friends where I would go out with them and they're just the energy is just sucking the life out of me. And I'm just like, bro, y'all just ruined the energy for me. I don't even want to be here. Like I don't know if y'all had those moments. Yeah. But for me, um what I do is just try to like distance myself if I notice they just their energy isn't right for me and also I'm not the type of person to cut someone off like without warning because I know I know some folks who do that and you know that's their approach but for me I think I just I, like I, I always prefer a conversation because maybe it's something going on with the person that I just didn't know about and I'm just assuming because I tend to jump to conclusions and I'm making up whole scenarios in my head. Meanwhile, they probably just had something going on. You do. You do that. Yeah, I do. I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> no, you do, but you are working on it. I see that. I see you, sis. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. I'm all now I'm all about just having a conversation with the person. It's just showing that level of maturity. But I will say, you know, middle school, high school, it's just the cattiness, the drama. It's just like, sometimes you got to be like, I'm good, you know? So yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. I think like you said, okay, I think having conversations about like, before you cut a friend off is so important just because it's like, I was listening to a podcast earlier this week and they were saying when you don't confront a problem like with someone else you create an internal problem in yourself and I know a lot of people like we try to lie and be like I just cut her off and I'm cool like I didn't need her as a friend but then you you be sitting in your room when you bored as fuck like damn Mm -hmm. I miss that friend like this is a time if I wanted to go get some food I could have just called her up and we could have gone and had a great time and so I feel like it's so important to it's hard for a lot of people, but I think it's way more important to just have that conversation and end things rather than it be like, okay, if we run in the same circle, now I see her. We used to hang out all the time. People asking, hey, what happened to you and so-and-so? And one person is like, shit, I don't know. They just stopped talking to me. And the other person's like, well, I cut them off. And it's like, yeah. but do they know why you cut them off? Like, nope. now you have a problem with yourself because this other person doesn't know what the problem is. They're thinking they, they probably got something going on. They just don't want to hang out no more that's cool and you have a whole issue that you like have with yourself Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay y'all so i know different people they have different levels of a friendship like they got the close friend they got the best friend and they got like acquaintance like i see her i say hey you know whatever so how do y'all like make that difference for yourselves of like different levels of friendships i feel like okay so for me, I brought in people, it's so noticeable for me at Burden. It's like you you have that friend group that you're always with or that friend that you're always with. Like if you're by yourself, a person would be like, Oh, where's like that person? Like, for example, oh, we can't we can't drop me. We know who your people are, Hikma. Basically, you know who they are. So I feel like I we don't even go to her school and we'll be like, Oh, Hikma, how's so and so doing? And and that other girl that your roommates with and the other one, how see her in a minute how's she doing basically yeah they're all my roommates um we've taken very similar classes together we're both stem and asian studies somehow i don't know same with you like when we were in high school like we always sat at the same um table for breakfast and lunch Mm -hmm. either see us with dr burns like you ride with that click like anywhere you go you guys are something very similar like even though there's times where like you're by yourself you do your own things but it's just like somehow in some way you get associated with like the person you're always with yeah i feel like personally for me that's how i start to disseminate like oh yo yo that those are my best friends like legit like when people ask me like oh where it's so and so is that like you kind of start to know it's like these are like my closest friends or whatnot but i don't know i feel like also person for me just being of like different identities like being black but then also muslim but then also nigerian like 
it starts to get it starts to get shifty because it's like you're in different groups and you're close to like certain people within those different groups so it really becomes like how do you define like best friends or like acquaintances or like peers and stuff like that i don't know if that made any sense (laughs) it did um for me i am very different than i I would say honestly the rest of y'all i do not play about my friends um i don't know if you guys i've said this i think i've said this offline not when we're recording i've lost a friend every goddamn year of my life since about second grade i don't play with friends no more there's a whole six month application there's a application process an interview process um a phone interview process facetime interview you have to come in take a test you have to do a six-month review a year it's a long process to be my friend now um most people if i just meet you and i keep seeing you around you fall in the acquaintance category i say what's up to you probably won't hang out with you like go out to eat with you unless it's a group setting um we could follow each other on the socials but it's a little weird when you comment under my shit i'll be like what what did I say? Um, and then there's like the close friends that I have. I would say I have a couple of them. We don't go to the same. I mean, one of my close friends, we go to the same school. I met her um, at KSU. Another one, we don't, we met in high school, but it's like, you know, that's my girl. She'll call, like, she'll call me on FaceTime. I'll maybe like, hmm, but I'll be like, I'll answer them. Like, oh, what's up? Like nothing, like how we do with you guys. Um, I'll hang out with them. We can go out to eat. I'll hang out at your house. But best believe, bitch, if you call me at two o'clock in the morning, I'm gonna have a problem if you say something reckless. We this might be the end. Like you are, you in a good spot, but that shit can easily go down to acquaintance. And then best friends. Honestly, I would only say I have you three, and then like maybe my sisters. But God gave me those best friends. They're those aren't by choice. He said those are your best friends. Y'all are my choice best friends. Um, meaning like if you call me at three, four o'clock in the morning, I may not answer because I'm asleep, but I'll call you when I wake up. Um, you text me at two o'clock in the morning and say, Hey, Maya, I need you to stay up with me so I can finish paper. I'm going to stay up. You know, you call me and say, Hey, Maya, I'm broke. I need like $5 to eat right now. Bitch, I'm going to send you 25. That's, that's five meals. Okay. Loyalty. Because I'm loyal. Like I'm, I don't play about loyalty and loyalty is not something you can build in one day. Rome wasn't built in one day and loyalty is not built in one day. It takes time. But I feel like the friendships that are built on loyalty are the best friendships because those are the people like, you know, you got shit going on. You're going to war with yourself, with life, with God. And your best friends are like, okay, bitch, but what do you need? They're your home team, your army. That's like, okay, what, what can we do? do? Do you need food? Do you need support? Do you need love? What do you need? I got you. So that's why I, I don't play by my friends. I, I'm usually by myself at school because my, my close friend who I usually hang around and do stuff with, she's working or we necessarily don't have all the same classes, even though we're in the same major. Um, but now I've come to the conclusion, I'm going to just be by myself. You know what? That's fine. Because when I get my husband, honey, I'm going to be following him like a lost puppy. Okay, we married. I'm like, hey, husband, where are you going? You going to the gym? I'm going with you. You going to the store? Where where are we going? Where are we going today? What are we doing today? But until I get my husband, I'm going to just sit my ass at home and be by myself. And that's fine. If I'm be honest, I don't know. But just like if I have to spend a long amount of time with you, how much stress will I go through? That's like how much. Because like I have people, you know, I, I don't mind being with. But if I have to be with them for like two hours, I will literally, I don't want it. For me, for my best friends. Like, I have to be my authentic self. Like, I shouldn't have to pretend to be somebody I'm not for what? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, also, like, when Maya said loyalty, I'm definitely a loyal person. I'm going to always have your back through and through. Um, whenever you need me, like, literally, I stayed up um, for a friend one time because, you know, they was going through. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. Only because for me, it's like, I'm going to treat people how I want to be treated. And if mm-hmm. I'm situation I would want my friend to be like I got you you know whatever you need I'm here for you um and two I would say I love when my friend is like mad honest with me and like yeah I was about to mention it I talked about it in the last episode so you know check it out but um like I mentioned at first Amaya she was so honest to the point where I wasn't used to that you know what I mean y'all I'm sorry yeah, I was about to apologize. Seven years later, I apologize yeah. for the stuff. Yeah. 
she was rude. I still am rude, but at least I know. I was gonna say that, but I yeah. I give trigger warnings now. I give trigger warnings. Trigger warnings, bitch. I'm about to hurt your feelings, but you need to know this. But my like, it made me like. It took time for me to realize that's just your personality, and not to take offense to it. You know what I mean? That's what like building that friendship is: is understanding your love language, understanding you know the boundaries you set for each other. Um, so for me, like, I just had to understand that's who, you, not really who you are, but just like how you, I don't know, you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, I love a friend who's like honest with me. Like, okay, I don't know. You're not right in this situation. I'm like, I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Um, but I would say honest in a respectful way. It don't gotta be respectful all the time, but you know, don't hurt my feelings. I'm sensitive. <laughs> trigger warnings like I do trigger warning yeah. it may hurt your feelings but I need, yeah, you need to like I'm gonna be dead ass honest with you sis but uh uh-uh. so yeah yeah um yeah so loyalty honesty um yeah that's all I could think about right now I mentioned energy um and like if I if I told you a secret you're my best friend like <laughs> like that already automatically makes you my best friend because that means I've been vulnerable and like you've allowed me to have a safe space where I could just tell you something so personal, like you're dead, my best friend. So if you know something about me, yes, I love you. Um, so yeah. I learned for me also that with all the people who I claim as like close friends and best friends, I have been in situations because if I'm an introvert and I love being at home, like I need to be at home in my room by myself, TV on, music on, to charge up so I could be social. And I've been at times where my social battery has been at zero and I still stayed with my friends for like a place or doing something with them for an extra two hours, even though I could have went home. That's how I know like you a real friend of mine, because if I'm an acquaintance and I want to go, baby, I will call an Uber. I will call an astronaut. I will call a horse to come pick me up and take me out of there. Cause if we're not friends like that, I don't need to like exhaust myself to be hanging around you. But if we're like close friends, like, you know, a little bit of my business, you probably know my, my family, like, or my best friends, like bitch, I, we talk all the time. Like, I, I will exhaust my social battery for you for the sake of being around you because I just love you so much. Ooh, last time we talked about girl code. And I'm now I got to bring it up in this episode because I think it's important to kind of define that in friendships. Ooh, Hickman, look ready. Um, <laughs> so ready. Go, go off of me. He's going to say, girl code does not exist. No, okay, go ahead. That's like, that's like a discussion. Um, I don't know. Okay. I feel like girl code, it, it exists to a certain extent. Do I 100% believe in it? No. Mm. But it does depend on the circumstance in which, or like the, like, whatever situation, like, we're in. Like, I don't know. I'm still trying to understand the concept of girl code. Can you give me an example? Because sometimes I really can't wrap my head around it. I feel like each girl individually, like your experience, your background, like what, like your parents, whatever home you grew up in, like it really shapes the type of person you are. And I feel like having a girl cult, you have this universal understanding that everyone is on the same playing field, came from the same background because we're girls. But I personally don't believe in it too much. But then again, like if you can convince me with a certain situation that I can say applies to everyone, then mm-hmm. I'm a surrender. But I feel like it really doesn't exist. I agree, Hikma. Girl code does not exist. It, huh? I think it's just people, it was like back in the day when people, girls wanted a way to be like, oh, we need to have girl solidarity and girl loyalty. But no, now it's like, fuck that. If I don't know you, sis, I don't know you. That's what, people call me crazy and I don't, th- I don't know if I'm ever going to really do this. But I always say, when people are like, oh, if I seen a fine brother out there and he still checks single when he does his taxes, he's single, sis. Y'all ain't married. If he wants to talk to me, you need to talk to him. Don't yell at me. That's your man. To me, on, on, on his license, on his papers, it says single. That man checks single. Not in a relationship with you. It's single or married. If you, want, if you don't want me to talk to this man, I need to see a ring on the finger. I need to, when he opens his taxes, when we're at the hotel, that for them to address 
you and him as Mr. and Mrs. If he's not addressed as Mr. and there's not a Mrs. under, I could still approach it because I could be the Mrs. I'm not going to block my blessings because he's in a relationship with you. If he was in a relationship with you, he would have married you. Girl, who hurt you? First of all. That's why people are always like, oh my God, I can't believe this girl is like, like he has a whole girlfriend. So that is not my business. It's funny. It's funny because I think the other day I was watching one of this. um, She's a public figure within like the Muslim communities. Um, So I think it was one of her like funny videos, I guess. And it was like not funny videos, but like it was just real facts that she was spitting. And it was like, um, if I see a Muslim brother and he says, quote unquote, I'm talking to like a non-Muslim girl. It was like, you still, you still on the platform. You still in the Period. Period. If I don't see a ring on it, like you, you still open. But it was like, if you're talking to a Muslim sister, I'm gonna step aside. I'm gonna step aside and give her a chance until you like, it's like not a thing anymore. But I don't know. I just feel like a man is cheating on his like girl, right? But the girl goes stalk the other girl and like attacks her. I don't know. I just find that to be weird. Like I understand. Um, I just don't understand how it's like. I get solidarity in a sense, like, oh, we women should stick together. But at the same time, it's just like, why attack her? Like, one, she probably didn't even know. Two, if that's your man, I feel like you should go check him before you check her. Because she, at the end of the day, she's also a victim to this guy's cheating scandal. And at the end of the day, I, well, the girl does not owe you any loyalty. Y'all were not in a relationship. You need to go yell at the man who you thought you were um invisibly married to and tell him that he broke y'all invisible marriage that didn't exist because since you ain't married um and yell at him why are you coming for the side girl now do come for the side girl when you ask the side girl did you know we were in a relationship and she says yes and she's like but no okay now we're gonna fight because now you're being disrespectful because i feel like when it like i said earlier i feel like i if 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 if, a, if my husband if my long-term boyfriend let me not even call my husband if my long-term boyfriend we dated for eight years and I found out he was talking to this girl. <clears throat> mm. I'm going to yell at him. Why? Because it's like, how are you going to disrespect what we had? I thought we were building something that's going to build into a marriage. And you're going to cheat on her. I'm not mad at you for cheating. I'm just mad that you didn't tell me beforehand so I can make my decision on whether I want to I wanted to go. Because at the end of the day, I feel like he, the loyalty is owed to the person you're in a relationship with. It's not owed to the person who does not know you exist. It does not, it's not owed to the person who, even if she does know you exist, she just wants to be disrespectful. That's, that is the premise of, bitch, now I'm gonna beat your ass. But it's <laughs> not the premise of, bitch, I feel like you hurt me. Like, you didn't hurt me. I'm gonna punch you in your face and hurt you because he hurt me. It doesn't make any sense. But that's just what my brain says to do. Beat her up and fuck his life up. That's the two things. Bro, for me, y'all, I agree with y'all. First of all, girl code just does not exist. Like, I said this too last time. The only time I hear girl code is when they're talking about, like, a girl talking to the friend's ex. Like, I'm so serious with y'all. That's the only time I hear it. And so for me, there shouldn't be a universal code of, like, what y'all relationship should look like. That's so individualized. You know what I mean? That's so specific to a friend group. So y'all can't say, oh, because of this, like, you violated girl code. Girl, what? Like, this is not law. This is not court. This is, like, like, if it's a friendship, y'all set the boundaries and the expectations. Not universe. Not this is society. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Moral of the story, girl code does not exist. Like Hikma said last episode. Period. Somebody put that on the t-shirt. Makes a brand. Oh, my God. I should do that. I would like that. It's quiet. I'm trying to pull you in. There's some wisdom. Girl code does not exist. Period. Where is Rebecca? I'm here. Are you though? Yourself. Just talk with us. All I heard was I need to make that into a t-shirt. Oh yes, you do. And I'm just like, okay, make it into a t-shirt. You didn't hear everything else? Yeah, I heard that, but like. What? Well, you don't need me to make t-shirt. I don't. You know the girl it. code conversation. Yeah. To be it's honest, true. I didn't. <laughs> girl code, like 
um, I don't know or care about that. That you know, it's just respect. Respect is respect. Honestly, because from my experience, I didn't really have close girlfriends until y'all. And I grew up with all men, excluding my mom and Abigail. Y'all trying to put girl card on me. I'm like, I don't even want him. Sis, you need to go get your brain checked because you know I don't want him. So another question. Do you think you can end a friendship on good terms or is it fake? Anybody could jump in. I guess to start, I think you can end a friendship on good terms, but it takes a lot of work that a lot of people are not willing to put in. in. I think a lot of people are, they're so easy to be like, oh my God, you hurt my feelings. You know what? We're not friends anymore. Cut off. And it's like, one, that's not cool. Two, that's mad disrespectful. Because if you, I feel like if somebody were to do that to me, that shows me that you never respected me as a person. You never respected me as a friend. Because if you did, you would have been like, hey girl, what you did was fucked up. Actually, I don't like you. And I don't want to be a friend anymore. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. I know. I am like kombucha. I'm not for everybody. Not everybody can be my friend. And that's fine. And I'm an acquired taste. Maybe one day when your palate gets older, you'll be like, yo, Maya was actually dope as fuck. I should hit her up. We could be friends now. And maybe one day you might be like, I don't like this kombucha anymore. I want to go back to the, the, the high-calorie MSG drinks. Run me those shits back. Then that's fine. So I feel like friendships can end on good terms. You just have to be willing to do the work and sit down and be like, hey, you know, I'm – I don't really want to, like, this ain't working. We need to change how, like, we're doing this. I feel like we've both grown, and we need to reevaluate what we want and what we need out of friendships now. And then it could be like, okay, let's have a conversation. I think we're just on two different paths to life. The same way with the breakup. Like, not every breakup has to be, oh, my God, he cheated on me. Oh, my God, you hurt me. You lied to me. It could be like, yo, we're going in two different directions. I'm going to be moving to Spain. You're going to be in California. We can't do long distance. That's cool. Sometimes, like, I, I don't like you anymore. I wake up, and I don't know who you are. I don't fuck with you. And that's fine. That's cool. You are an acquired taste. Not everybody is going to like you. There are 7 billion people on the planet. You'll find your person. I agree. I do think it also, it really depends on whether, like, let's say, like, there's two parties to this really uh, friendship. If for example, let's say friend A like did something bad or like just did something to friend B. If friend B is ready to call it out call out that mistake, that friend or like call out that thing that friend A did, and friend A is ready to accept that, like, yeah, that was actually like really bad. Like I should have never done that. Um, I do think you can end that friendship on a good terms where it's like yo, like, you did something bad, just please apologize, and we could go on our own path. Like, if I see you, I could say hi, or we could agree not to talk to each other and respect that or something like that. But, like, if both parties are not ready to come to, like, a settlement or agreement saying that, like, oh, yeah, like, or agreement to, like, the fact that, like, someone had did something wrong, which is why this relationship or friendship is ending, I feel like it's going to end, like, definitely, it's going to end on bad terms. Because you're just going to be like, wow, this person is fake, da-da-da. Like, that's where rumor starts getting spread. Like, don't hang out with this person. Or you're spreading rumors about me. And, like, all that ish starts, depending what type of person you are. But I do think for a friendship to end well, like, it has to be an agreement between all parties. That, like, yeah, we messed up here. I see that. I apologize. Not like you have you have to apologize because it's not going to end well if you don't uh, accept that mistake. If they are really if they if the other person is willing to accept that apology or not, like they have every right to accept it and they have every right to reject it. But as long as that apology has been said and made and that acknowledgement of that mistake is like has been done, like it's, it's acknowledged. I personally think that that friendship can end on good terms, whether you decide to continue speaking after or you decide to like move on with your life and be like we're done we're through and through that's how I feel but if everyone is not ready to accept like their faults it's, it's just gonna be ugly mm -hmm. 
I think also when it comes to friends, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking, the podcast is, I'm going to plug it because I love it so much for the free skis, Jesus and Jalof by Yvonne Orji and Lovey Ajaye. They are amazing, two wonderful Nigerian women who I look up to. I'm not Nigerian, but man, I, I feel like I'm a part of the family now. Somebody take me to Nigeria and... I'll, we could turn up. We could turn up. I can meet me a Nigerian prince. I can meet me a soldier boy. Okay. Wow. <laughs> but um, the, in their podcast, they talked about how like Jesus wasn't a well-known man, but he was well-respected by like his apostles and his followers. And so I feel like um, the thing I liked about that story, and they talked about like how his foundation is like like yeah, they killed. You know, Jesus died on the cross, but his message was still there and his friends still knew his value and, you know, respected him. And I think for me, it kind of showed like, yeah, you might lose some friends. And even when you go away, like even if you do lose like a friendship, as long as you leave that friendship, knowing that I gave my all in this friendship and I didn't I didn't do anything, any, anything wrong that I didn't apologize for. And I feel like it's OK. Like, you'll be OK. There's you should have no regrets. Like if you gave your all and you're like, yo, this person don't fuck with me, but I may have did something to hurt them and they let me know that, but I apologize, then you're fine. You're good. And that's how the friendship ends. That's still on good terms. Maybe not with that person. They have their own internal demons, but in my brain, shit, I ain't do nothing wrong. I dropping gems for y'all folks. Okay, y'all, we are back for our second segment, What Would You Do? And I'm going to read y'all scenario and then y'all answer it. So here's the scenario. So your best friend, Sabrina, has been dating her man, Trey, for three years. Okay, okay. And Trey's ready to pop the question. So Trey asks you to go ring shopping with him so he can give advice, so you can give him advice on what type of ring Sabrina might like. So Trey told you, you know, he has a budget of 15K, so he's balling. Big money, big money. (laughs) And then the jeweler shows y'all some some rings, and he jokingly showed a ring that looked real, but it's only worth $300. Ooh, okay. So you let Trey know which one you think Sabrina would like, and y'all head out. A few weeks later, y'all are at Sabrina's family function, and Trey pops the question. She says yes, obviously, but when she shows you the ring, it was the $300 one. Oof. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's fake. Okay. A few days later, Sabrina calls you to tell you she loves the ring, and Trey told her he spent a fortune on it. Mm. Thoughts? Oof. This is... Okay, let me finish it. Um, she also tells you she is two months pregnant, and she is happy <laughs> that Trey stepped up now. <laughs> to start a family so you can tell she's really happy you're gonna tell her the truth or you're gonna keep letting her live a lie mm. wait, 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 wait. i'm confused i'm a little bit confused so you're telling yeah. me we went to the ring store right yeah and the person pulled out like a couple of choices and one of the choices was three hundred dollars mm-hmm. yes picked, i picked a different ring that he should like yeah you picked that was like ring. like did i i'm like did i like did i not so okay. the way it makes it seem because like when you guys went shopping, it was just to browse, and then he went back a, a like a week later or so to pay for the ring, and then he next time you see the ring is when he proposed. And then he lied and said that he spent a fortune on that three hundred dollars mm-hmm. ring. Yeah, but his budget is fifteen k, and he's yeah. So what happened to the fourteen thousand? <laughs> exactly, that better be going into that baby's college fund. I'm gonna assume that's the okay. I'm gonna assume the reason why he decided not to spend a fortune on that is because the baby's coming and maybe he wanted to spend the rest on the wedding. So I'm gonna see this with a merciful eyes. If she's happy, if he's not cheating, and it seems like he's committed to this relationship, it's none of my business to spill out what was like it's none of my business to spill something like that out. Like even though I know like the truth or whatnot. It's not for me to go behind my friend and start like putting thorns into some relationship. Like if I feel like she's happy, she's settled. It seems like they're going like 
their release relationship seems truthful, even though he kind of lied about that ring. Um, and he seems like he's ready to get married. He seems like he's ready to settle with her. I don't think I'm a I'm a I'm a like spill that tea. Um, wow, you me to three hundred dollar in his eyes is a fortune. No negative. No, we doing right here. I'm going to call my homegirl Sabrina. So Sabrina, how would you feel? Let's just let's just pose this out there. Ah. What if he spent like a hundred dollars on that ring? Uh-huh. It looked the same way. Like now, girl, expensive ring. But he it, like, does the ring cost matter to you? Like, are you curious about how much the ring costs? And then depending on her answer, she's like, yeah, girl. He said he spent money on me. Like I needed. Like I feel like I deserve a thousand dollar ring. I'm like, girl. Don't don't tell him I said this, but I think you should go to the jeweler, and I think you should uh, check the price on that hoe. And then <laughs> like, no, girl, it don't matter. And I'll be like, girl, yes, look at my dog, baby, crawling in that belly. Yes, what we naming it? Mm-hmm. Because I'm gonna mind my business. If it don't matter to her, if if she could give two bucks, how much the ring costs? If he got it from the dollar store, if he went and went to a jeweler in Egypt, I. It don't matter to me. But if she cares, oh, I'm snitching. Because I feel like I'm, that's just loyalty to my friend, especially because I know the information. I got to be loyal to my homegirl. We ain't going outside like that. She deserves a $15,000 ring. She's going to get a $15,000 ring. I mean, okay. But my other thing is, like, we don't know what's going on. Like, from that week, like, in that week, from, like, when I went with him to the ring store, and a week later when he bought the ring, it could have been so much thing that happened. Like he probably spilled, but she probably spilled the news to him. Like, oh, we have a baby on the way during mm-hmm. that week or something like that. So he's like, oh darn, like I can't just drop fifteen k. Like we gotta get, we gotta get prepared for the baby to come. But I, if I don't know. Spend fifteen thousand dollars on the ring. He has to have the money somewhere else. Nobody's stupid enough to say we're living in a one bedroom apartment, but I'm gonna buy you a fifteen thousand dollar ring. If you ha- if your budget for a ring is fourteen thousand dollars, you are living nice. You are living in a five or plus bedroom. You are affording a nice lifestyle. So for you to afford that nice lifestyle and you can't get her a ring to match, has me like what? what, what but I mean? just feel like if you want to go ahead and do that and tell her the truth, I feel like we should go and ask the husband first or the husband to be like. Can you explain to me why you chose that $300 ring? Because at the start, when you came to me and said, let's go ring shopping, you told me your budget was 15 k Like, let, explain to me why you chose the $300 at the end of the day. And, like, if he has a valid reason, I'm going to, like, go and, like, live my life. But if he doesn't, I'm be like, I think you should, like, be honest with her and tell her you actually spent $300 on that ring. Because she's out here, like, enjoying. But I don't know. Personally, for me, I got to see it with her merciful eyes. I don't know what he's going through. I don't know what happened in that week. Um, if they seem happy, I don't want to like start putting thorns into their relationship just right at the beginning where she's two months pregnant, weddings on the way. You know, there's a lot going on right now. I don't know. Like, it's just at the end of the day, I just feel like for me, it's better to mind my own business. Everyone has their reasons. Mm-hmm. If they seem happy, I don't want to be the one to start like, let me tell you the tea. I don't know. That's just me. Ooh, okay, y'all. Ooh, this is this is a spicy scenario. I think for me, you know, I like to investigate. Um, because <laughs> I like to see what's up. Like, first, one thing that, you know, just hit me is that he lied and said he spent a fortune. Like, it's one thing to, you know, buy the, the $300 ring, but it's another thing to be telling your wife, yes, I spent all this money on it, da-da-da-da-da. Like, but but then again, I'm like, would like what would you say? If I'm gonna be honest, like what would you say? Like, oh yeah, babe, I ended up spending three hundred dollars on a ring. Yeah, yeah. And then I I'm- feel like his only reason for telling her I spent a fortune is because she wanted an expensive ring. Because I feel like if she didn't give a fuck what the ring was, he would never had to mention like, oh, I like I just bought you a ring because like this is to show my love. But if she wanted an expensive ring, he would be like, yeah, girl, I had to break the bank for this ring, you know, right? And she's like, yeah, oh my god, he loved me so much, like, oh my god, nice ring. So that's why I know he's lying. That's why I'm gonna be like, girl, how big, how much does this lie matter to you? Because if it matters a lot, I'm gonna be like, hey, girl, not to get in y'all business, but I think you need to go to the jeweler and check how much this ring costs because i'm not gonna be one to approach him and get up all up in your business and make him mad at me but i'm gonna let you know uh, okay. with my eyes 
that ring. Okay, this is what I would have done. So after I see he popped the question, you know, and they all celebratory or whatever, I'm pull him to the side and I'm like, Trey, let's talk real quick. And I'm like, what's going on with you, bro? Like, what's, what's happening? And I just kind of want you to explain yourself because, you know, the last time we saw each other, I was helping you. I helped choose a ring for you. That's the reason why I was there. And you chose a whole different other option. Like, you know, what was your thought process behind that? And I just need him to explain himself because it just looks mad shady. Like, this whole situation just is giving me, like, a couple red flags. So, for me, Hikma, I think I agree. Like, I would have hit him up because you really don't know what happened. Like, maybe he said, you know, maybe I wanted to use the 15K for the child's, you know, college fund or something. And I'd be like, okay, I see what you mean. But it just it just looks shady. He got to explain himself to me. And then if he tells me, okay, I want you to take it to the grave, Mm. What do you mean by taking to the grave? Like, don't, like, don't tell her. Nope. Like, That's my best friend, nigga. My loyalty's to her before it is to you. But it, then, then if he tells me to take it to the grave, then I'm gonna go Maya's route and be like, "Sis, does it really matter to you?" And if she says yes, then I'm be like, "Sis, to be honest, hundred dollars. I was there. You got, you got, you got to let sis know." Um, you gotta be honest with her because that's your bestie. I feel like it's a ring. It doesn't matter as long as it's cute. It's fine. And if he lied, I'll be like, okay, bro, I see you. I see you. Just know I see you. But I'm not gonna tell her, and that's it. So, more little story is Rebecca's not going ring shopping with my fiance. Good. To wow. <laughs> if I say I want, which I do, I want a big ring because my first one is a diamond. And it's going to be the only diamond in my life I'm ever going to get. I want whatever size he's okay. going to get, double that hoe. And if, if he if comes you, back if with a $400 ring, he ain't waiting. If wait you ask me how much he spent, I will tell you. But if you don't ask me, it's none of my business. Okay, but what if, like, with Sabrina, if I'm just like, yeah, girl, he said he spent, like, mad money on this. You going to be then, like, yeah. Like, then we not starting no he said, she said. But if she asks me that, how much how much did, she, did he spend, I'm going to say, 300 but if she said oh wow he said he spent he he no, sold no. his hair for this i be like he sure did did that in <laughs> oh, wow. I, no rebecca i can respect that i can like I, I can't be mad at that i'm not i'm not getting between no girl and no Mm-mm. i'm mad at it i'm snitching and yep because he could be mad at me all he wants but guess what i'm not gonna have my best friend out here going sad with the fake gucci on that's like letting your boy your girlfriend you don't know. boyfriend buy her some fake gucci and you know that it's some fake gucci and you just let her wear the fake no sis we not letting you go off sad like that you deserve a fifteen thousand dollar ring a fourteen thousand dollars you're gonna get the four he didn't even have to spend a fourteen thousand dollars on a ring he could have just spent three thousand five thousand a portion of it but for him to go from the thousands to the hundreds something is not right and i need to let my home girl no, he gotta explain himself. Nah, cause that's that's a jump. See, I'm I'ma like- I'm let her know something ain't right, and then let her talk to him, cause that's not that's their problem. I'ma just true. I'm nosy, so I'm, I'm gonna- dropping the bomb off and I'ma run. I ain't going ring shopping with nobody's fiance. <laughs> wow, Hikma. <laughs> but like, okay, I just feel like I'm a person who sees things with merciful eyes. If I feel like a situation probably could like had gone down, it probably did. I mean, I definitely would say I would probably like if you told if you told me a ring shopping and you told me that let's say your budget was like 10k and we found a ring that was 5k and another ring that was like 250 and I was just like oh like and he was like I'm going to go for the 5k I'm like I bet but then at the time of the proposal and he went for the 250 I would be sus about it. I would definitely ask him, like, oh, what happened? I thought you were fine. Like, okay, explain yourself. If it's a valid reason, I have no reason to go stupid around and start, like, telling his business. Like, that becomes a conversation between those in the relationship, and I'm going to step back. But if it's something that's not valid, I'm going to pressure him to tell his wife the truth. I'm like, you're about to start a relationship with this woman. You don't want it to be starting off based on lies. So I like I think my thing comes in like I don't want to be the one to break it to the wife like your husband is lying to you he has spent two fifty I want him to take the initiative and break it to her to show that like he actually has some form of like 
trustworthiness in him. Like, you don't want to start the relationship on lies. That's why I'm like, I'd rather see things with a merciful eyes. I will encourage you to go tell your wife the truth, but I don't want to be the one to break it to her. Because it's just like, I don't want to be the one to bring thorns into that relationship. Be like, well, she said this. And I'm like, no, he said that. Like, like Rebecca said, I don't want this he said, she said type situation where it could be a situation where you guys deal with behind closed doors. Like not everyone gotta be in that. It's an A B conversation, so I'm gonna see my but way. But the out. thing is, it's it's not even really he said she said because it's like Sabrina knows that he told her, "Hey, I spent a fortune on this," and I know for a fact he didn't. So it's like, hey, girl, that's why for me it kind of depends on how she feels about the ring. Like, is the ring that important to you? And if it mm-hmm. is, and I'm be like, hey, girl, on some real shit, like I know this means a lot to you, and I don't want to see you sad when it comes out years from now that he only bought you a four hundred dollar ring. If it's important to her, right? I feel like I shouldn't be the one to break the news. The husband should. Like, if it's so important to her. He a liar, Hikma. He already lied to her. He's not going to tell the truth I know that. It's the thing is that I know that. And I just feel like, yes, he lied to her. But, like, if I truly care for my friend or whatnot, everyone has different ways of caring for their friend. But for me, it's just that, like, I don't want to be the one to, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be the one to break the news. I just feel like as a husband, like if you're going to start this relationship with this wife, break it to her. Like I will, I will pressure him. Like, Don't lie to her. You know, you didn't spend 5k, you spent 250. I saw the receipt. You saw this ring together. I think you should break it to her. I don't know. I know. I understand where you come with. Like, am I like, you don't want this to be a problem later down in the road or whatnot. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just me. I just, I just feel like it's weird breaking the news, bad news, to your friend when it should be a happy day for her. I'd rather her real happiness than the fake shit. And that's my last statement. <laughs> First of all, we want to thank you guys so much. If you've gotten this far, you are a real one. And this is the wrap of episode two of our podcast, For Women Real Talk. Peace. Hey y'all, just letting you guys know that the next couple episodes are part of our new series coming up called College Rules. It's going to be about all things college, including us leaving Newark for college, going through the culture shock of going to PWIs, what it's like to go to college with immigrant parents, um, what college does to your relationship with everybody in your life, including yourself, and how our minds have changed about college since we've started. So look, we are looking forward to talking about that in the next couple of weeks. Bye.